Job, career, or calling? Which form of work suits you best? That's what we're talking about on today's show. So keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. To the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and I'm back for another episode. And I am here today to talk about job, career, or calling. Where are you in terms of your current career situation? You know, on this show, if you have listened to any of the episodes, and if you haven't, welcome. Uh, glad that you're here. Glad that you found us, however you found us. And if you are listening to this show, chances are you're looking for more of a calling. You're looking for more fulfillment, uh, more purpose, more passion in the work that you do every day. But we also talk a lot on this show about the fact that there is really no right or wrong in terms of what you desire for your career. For some people, a job is really just a way for them to afford their lifestyle. They don't really look at job at their job as something that they necessarily have to love. Um, and some people, a job is just a way to make money so that they can support their family so that they can live the life that they want, meaning if they want to travel, whatever it is that they want to do. And for some people, they think of their work as a career, meaning that they want to climb the corporate ladder. They want to get promotions. They want to be uh, appreciated and recognized for what they do at work. And they have a clear path that they've cut out in terms of where they want to be. And then, of course, you have a calling, which is what I talk about a lot on this show in finding your passion and your fulfillment in your work um, and doing work that really matters to you and that also that you feel matters in the world. And again, there is no right or wrong. A lot of the type of job career or calling, a lot of the type of work that you do is based upon your life stage, where you are in your life, maybe past experiences. For example, maybe you started out your career really just wanting a job, really just wanting a way to pay your bills. And you might have even stumbled upon work that you truly enjoy and you'd like to make your your calling or your career purpose or passion, and you didn't even realize it. I know in some ways that really did happen to me when I found the whole world of training and development and being a trainer, delivering workshops, delivering presentations. You know, I never really started out wanting to do any of that. Um, And even career coaching getting into what I'm doing now wasn't really something that I ever thought about or dreamed about. As a matter of fact, I think when I was in college, I don't even 
really know if I knew that career coaching was something that I could do full time and make a living out of. You know, I never really even thought about it. I kind of stumbled upon it. So these three different ways to work, meaning having a job, having a career, or having a calling, as I said, there's no right or wrong. And you might start out in one and wake up and find yourself in another one. And so what I wanted to do very briefly is just to go through each one of the stages and offer suggestions about what you can do depending on what stage or what form of work you feel that you're either in or you want to move to. And like I said, you might start in one and find yourself in another uh, once you really determine, and of course you can only determine this by doing it, but once you determine what uh, each different form of work entails, Again, you might find yourself wanting to switch from one to the other. So a job, as I said, is really something to pay the bills. So a job is, you know, you go to work, but you don't necessarily love what you do, but you're okay with it. It's tolerable. Now, just to throw in there, you might be at a job that you're at just to pay the bills and you just don't like it at all. And you're okay with not liking it you're willing to endure the fact that you don't like it because it pays well. And so many people are in that phase at all, or in that work model or that type of work. And again, it's very individual. There's no right or wrong. So when you're in a job, you're typically motivated by money and you're always looking for opportunities that are more profitable. You know, I uh, have a friend who is always who works in um, software, you know, software development and uh, also IT, has an IT background and um, is always getting new jobs and always finding new jobs. And she is really good at what she does. And she's in an industry where she can move around a lot. For example, she's always getting uh approached by recruiters who just look on LinkedIn and they find her profile, they see what she does, which is a very specialized area of IT, and she always gets jobs and she's always hopping to find the the one that's paying her more. <laughs> you know, it must it's a nice it's a nice uh, place to be in and she she always works remote and she's always being contacted, like I said, by recruiters, and she can always move around. And she just goes to the highest bidder. Whoever's paying more, she'll jump jump around to different roles. And some of them are full-time roles with benefits and all the like, and some are contract. And typically the contracts do pay more, but again, then you have to pay for your benefits and things. So that's just a good example of someone who has a job. She doesn't necessarily love what she does, but she's really good at it and she can make money doing it. And so that works for her. And, you know, when she does contracts, she can take time off and, you know, take a couple of months off and then, you know, do what she wants, travel or whatever it is that she wants to do. And then when she's ready to work again, she gets another contract or sometimes she'll go into a job. So that's example that's an example of just of wanting a job. And so if you're looking for something like that, 
you may want to find a specialized area, like in the example that I described of my friend who is in a very specialized area of IT, where you can command a lot of money and is very specialized, so there's a lot of demand for it. And so to do that, you may want to do some research on what are the most in-demand roles right now where you can get paid, you know, the type of money that you want to get paid and how can you maybe take an online course, maybe even go back to school and get an advanced degree so that you can be marketable to get a job that pays well, not necessarily something that you have to love doing, but something you can be good at and something that, again, people are going to pay for. So that's an example of a job. Now, a career is, it's like a job, but in a career, you are very strategic in terms of wanting to move up that corporate ladder. So you're very strategic in your moves. I remember when I first started working, the first job that I had, uh, actually the very first job that I had out of college, I worked at a language school because in addition to uh, majoring in broadcast journalism, I was a French minor. And at one point I actually wanted to be an interpreter. And so I wanted to, I remember as a kid visiting the United Nations and you know, I grew up in New York, right outside of New York City. So a lot of times when I was in school, we would go to Manhattan for field trips. I mean, that was very common to go into Manhattan, into the city, to go to the different museums. Like I remember going to the Museum of Modern Art, um, the Metropolitan Museum, and the Museum of Natural History. But I always remember going to the United Nations And you saw all of the different countries represented. And I remember walking into this big open circular room with all the different, uh, there was, there were little microphones and then there were, there was a nameplate that had the name of the, the country that that person represented. And whatever was being talked about at the UN, all of these different Uh, people were interpreting what was being said in their native language. And I was always, always fascinated with languages, uh, even as as a kid. So I wanted to be an interpreter. And so I minored in French. And when I got, uh, when I graduated from college, I lived in France uh, briefly. And when I came back home, I got a job at a language school. And I remember wanting to climb that corporate ladder. Like I was an administrative assistant, but I saw my path as eventually being the director and then eventually, you know, going back, getting an advanced education and becoming an interpreter. So I was on that track. But then I I found a job in radio at uh, CBS Network Radio, and that took me back on my radio trajectory. But when I wanted to be an interpreter, that to me is uh, an example of a career. So I was really set on a path. And so I had I had determined what the path was that I needed to go into eventually being an interpreter, and I had it all mapped out. So a lot of times when you're in a career, 
again, there's more strategy and there is a clear path to what you want and you are willing to go through those different stages in order to get to where it is that you want to be. So if you're looking for a more of a career, you may want to figure out what is the progression to get to where it is that I want to be. So what is the progression that I would need to take? What are the different roles that I need to take? And how is that going to play out in terms of me eventually getting to where I want to be? If you are looking to have a career, you might want to find yourself a mentor or someone who can show you that path, or maybe even someone who's walked that particular path that you can then emulate in terms of actually getting getting to where you eventually want to be. For a career, you might also need to get further credentials. As the as in the example that I gave of myself being an interpreter, I was very clear on what it is that you had to do, that what was the progression that I had to take in order to get that job. The uh, funny thing is that one of the reasons why I kind of gave up on that dream of being an interpreter was that I didn't realize it, but in order to be an interpreter, not only did you have to know your native tongue, obviously, and one language, you had to know two languages. I think it was either two or three uh, for the particular school that I wanted to go to, you know, to, to be a translator. But you had to learn a whole nother language other than the one that you, so I had French, but then I was going to have to learn another language plus my native tongue. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I love languages, but to learn a whole nother language in addition to French, that was one of the things that, that, uh, swayed me from wanting to do it. So in that example, I was clear on the progression. And once I found out what it was, I wasn't willing to do what it took to get to that particular role. So you might want to get further credentials. And when you go to get those credentials, there may be things that you have to do that weed out that particular career for whatever reason. Oh, if you want to advance in a career, one thing you might think about is professional networking groups or associations so that you can stay ahead of whatever the latest developments are in that particular career. Uh, in your current role, you might want to participate in work groups. So a lot of times they have special interest groups in the corporate environment that you can join. Some, let's say specifically for you know African-American women, or there might be some sort of an association for, you know, parents with small children or something like, or not an association, but an affinity group uh, within your, within your company. A lot of times they have those. So that might be something to consider if you're looking to progress in a career environment. And then the other thing that's really important if you're looking to advance in a career environment is figuring out, okay, what are some of the organizational uh, challenges that you see and how could you possibly provide a solution for those organizational challenges? Because if you're looking to progress in a career, whoever is going to be responsible for helping you move up 
is going to want to see some achievements, some ways that you identified problems and you were able to solve them and things of that nature. So those are just some of the things to think about in a career environment. You want to be seen as a leader. And so you need to take every opportunity that you can to show your leadership prowess or your leadership skills. And then finally, a calling. So that is what we talk about a lot on this show. Calling is your passion, your purpose, that thing that you and only you were meant to do in this world in terms of your work or your vocation. And when I think about this type of work, I think of people like Oprah Winfrey or Steve Jobs or even Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, love them or hate them. These are people that they're, what they do for work has almost, they have almost transcended you know, what they do for work, meaning that they have become almost bigger than what it is they do. What they do is so interweaved in who they are that it's almost like when you think of what they do, you think of that person, you know, and I feel that what I do, it's almost bigger than me, like helping people to find out what their purpose to do has outpace me in terms of what I do for work, meaning that it, it ends up being bigger than you. And it's almost like you can't not do the thing. <laughs> you know, it's like you're always thinking about it. You're always thinking about ways to be better at it. And, you know, it might even wake you up at night. You might wake up in the middle of the night with ideas about how to do it better or how to actually do whatever that thing is. So a calling is a lot bigger than just climbing a corporate ladder or making money. It's so much more than that. And so, again, you have a genuine passion for what you do. You have a sense of purpose in that day-to-day work the level of fulfillment that you have has more to do with the work that you do than any kind of advancement or the salary. And you actually gain fulfillment because you feel that you're useful and it's totally enjoyable. So when you when you're looking for this type of work and of course revisit some of the podcast episodes that I've had in the past I've done many shows on this very thing is finding that passion and that fulfillment in what you do every day but when you're looking for work that is fulfilling that is your passion a lot of times you want to go back to what are your interests? What are the things that you love to do? What are the things that you even do in your spare time? Or what what are some of the things that you would do even if you weren't getting paid for them? Where can you be creative? What is it that you are really purposed to do? Even if you're in a job right now that you don't really feel meets those uh, meets that criteria, you might want to look for opportunities at your current job where you can be more creative, where you can take on projects and do things that are more fulfilling to you. And there might be something in there that would actually lead you to your true passion or your calling or that fulfillment. Also, just doing some internet research 
uh, looking at blogs, listening to podcasts is a way that you can start to get into that type of work. Uh, informational interviews. I've talked about those before on the show. How can you talk to people that are doing what you want to do to see what their path is? And then, of course, gain more knowledge in whatever it is that you truly feel that you're passionate about so you could start to get clear. You know, I talk about when you listen to the show at the end of the show, I talk about my dream job discovery list. And if you go to my website, which is yourgenxcareer.com, you can for free download the dream job discovery list and it helps you to brainstorm. What are some roles? What are some job titles that are of interest to me? And then how can I think about making that my career passion? So those are some ideas for you on job, career, or calling. And again, wherever you are on that spectrum is fine. It's totally fine and okay. You just have to be really honest and real with yourself. And then whatever it is that you want to do for work, whether it is a job that pays you very well, a career, where there are certain steps that you have to go through or progression, climbing that corporate ladder or a calling, something that you're purpose to do, you're passionate about, and that you just feel that you were meant to do. All, all three are fine. Just know where you are and then get to pursuing it, whatever it is. So that is what I have for you today. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.